0: Hey everyone, this is Kelvin. Welcome to episode 60, Res Metal Podcast. For this episode, I thought I'd revisit an interview I did with Tyler Johnson. He's a good friend of mine. We both went to high school together. We actually uh, roomed together at Flagstaff, Border Town Dormitory. And um, I spoke with him about three years ago now. This, uh, this interview was recorded on May 18th of 2019 back when i was living in phoenix and you know tyler uh is also you know still in the phoenix area but uh this is actually the first interview i did uh for for this podcast so you know it was really cool that tyler was able to um you know invite me to his home and you know we talked and kind of just caught up because um you know we we didn't really get a chance to you know kind of sit down and talk for a long time so uh, I think what you'll be hearing is just a kind of a talk with uh, two friends who you know um, kind of separated after high school and then we kind of like did our own thing and then kind of uh, kind of reconnected uh, living in Phoenix and so kind of it's kind of um, that's what you'll be hearing so it's really really interesting and I'm actually excited to hear this uh, interview again. Haven't heard it in a while. But, um, yeah, more about Tyler. He's, you know, originally from, uh, I think, the Kienta, Arizona area on the Navajo reservation. And um, he's been doing uh, silversmith work for a number of years now. And he's actually quite accomplished. And he's been able to produce some really high-quality silver jewelry for many you know famous people so i would um yeah suggest you know checking out some of his work on his instagram page um also he has a website and um yeah just you know take a look at all the cool stuff he's you know making and um yeah he's he's really quite accomplished and you know it's really cool to see him uh do that and um yeah i was just you know kind of glad that he to let me you know talk with him you know i went over to his house and you know we kind of talked in his workshop and if the sound quality is not if it doesn't sound you know up to par it's because i recorded on my cell phone you know i didn't have uh, microphones or recorders or anything like that so you know i just kind of you know went there with my phone and you know had a good talk with uh tyler so hope everyone enjoys this and um you know i'll be continuing to do this and reaching out to you know you know bands um artists and creative people so yeah yeah thanks thanks everyone and i hope you like this uh throwback episode i remember like yeah we were at flag high and then i remember you were in a couple of bands. Were they, were you in before Flag High? Or when we were
1: at Flag Yeah. Well, we had, um, so it was 2002, 2003. is when we were at Flag Dorm, right? Yeah. And uh, before that, my brothers, my cousin brothers, had formed a band called Region 6 with their friends, and then their friends ended up quitting. And so it was my, my cousin brother, Bobby, my bro, um, Wade team, and I, we started, um, Doing some cover songs, and we decided to form a band. We called it Abysmal Descent. No, actually, oh. we called it um, Spirit of Fire. Is what we called it. Oh that. yeah, okay. So we we're all pumped up about Spirit of Fire. <laughs> and and, and um, I ended up going to Flag Dorm with Troy. Yeah, there. yeah. And um, how did
0: you guys like find out about Flag Dorm? Was it just your parents or? Um,
1: initially, it was. Um, See, I thought my brothers, my cousin brothers were going to go back to Flag, to Coconino yeah. High School. And my parents had heard about Flag Dorm. So they told us about it. And we're like, oh, okay, yeah. Get a chance to get out of Red Lake. Because at yeah. that time, when we were living in Red Lake. Yeah. All we were living in was like a hogan. Uh-huh. And uh, during that time, we didn't have any electricity or running water. Yeah, So we figured it was probably better than staying in a hogan or get yeah. us a chance yeah. to kind of get out of. Off the rest for a little bit, yeah. All right, and um, plus I think it was easier financially on my parents because, yeah, they didn't have to take care of us, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, same with uh, my, my parents because you know, my all of my siblings we all went to the flag dorm. Like my older brother, he graduated, I think, the year before you came, yeah. I had an older sister that graduated in 2001. And then my oldest sister graduated in ninety two uh-huh. and then my younger brother graduated in two thousand nine and we all like went to the dorm, yeah, yeah, I think it's just uh, i I know like my mom knew the the director of the dorm mm-hmm. so then I guess like um, cause like we we lived in Joseph City, you know yeah. the, uh like between Holbrook and Winslow okay yeah, so technically okay. we weren't on the res okay yeah, but since my mom knew the dorm director. Uh, we got, um, yeah, we got like into the dorms just cause of that. Cool. But, um, I don't know. I think, yeah, I, I think it's just a better school system too. Cause I don't know if you know where Joseph, like been in Joseph city. Yeah. That's where that, uh, power plant, APS, Cho, uh, Choya power plant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's just small, like, uh, Mormon town. Yeah. There's probably like maybe five or six Navajo families. And they're just, it's super prejudiced too. Yeah. Yeah, and so, uh, and the school system is like, you know, terrible. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know, I guess it's probably just, like, Flagstaff had better schools and, I mean, like, you know, better teachers and better education.
1: Yeah. But, um. I think that was a thing too, is better education. Yeah. I
0: I remember, uh, all the kids at the dorm, it seems like, you know, how, like, it was all kind of like broken up into small groups like cliques and yeah I think most of it was like based on like what type of music people liked you know yeah of course it was like the metal kids the the hip hop kids and the the NAC uh peyote <laughs> uh, uh you know music yeah guys so I always thought that was funny yeah plus it depended on what sport they were into oh yeah, yeah yeah like all the sports dudes hung out and Remember all the skateboarders and BMX dudes would hang out
1: yeah, yeah. I, know, I was like remember um, when we first got into the dorm we were all listening to our metal music and then yeah. the guys next door right next to us yeah. we were all listening to their hip hop and kept hanging oh, out and, and yeah. we almost got, almost got into a fight and I was like yeah. we're gonna brawl that dude out <laughs> and I was like fuck oh, man I just got here I don't yeah. want to get kicked out <laughs> it's, like, it's like
0: prison you gotta like beat someone up on your first day or your first week to yeah nah no, I don't know one time too, like I think, um, the after you left, uh, my twelfth grade year, I remember like the night I was supposed the, the, yeah, the the night before I was supposed to take the ACT test, the guys next door like were cranking their like you know rap music like, really they're all like high and drunk and yeah. I was like pissed off like because I had to take my tests you know the ACT yeah. tests I I forgot I think I got up and I kicked the wall really hard and then like the something happened to their music and it just cut out
1: because <laughs> oh, you know you have like a cd player yeah
0: yeah because like we shared the same wall i kicked the wall yeah and then the music stopped and then the dudes were like you know like wasted they like wanted to come to my room and they were like you know try to break in i had to pull the bunk bed to like uh Push the door yeah in. keep the door <laughs> keep them from coming wow. in yeah <laughs> they're like they're gonna they're gonna like they're gonna like just kick my ass, but like yeah, I'm just like oh damn it! What? I was just like i <laughs> oh, just like you know trying to cover my ears. Like I need to go to sleep. I got to take a test. Damn. I think um whoever the dorm you know dorm mates okay. yeah was like that night like told them to cut it out. And yeah, I think they finally like <coughs> I don't know if they left. I just remember like they just like it was just quiet all of a sudden. But
1: yeah
0: yeah it was it was uh, it was weird
1: we got a lot of weight with a lot of shit over there, <laughs> yeah I'm yeah. surprised they tried crawling over in between the, the
0: yeah walls. well they're, they're, I think they were like big guys they are fat they can not oh, fit okay. through yeah I remember I could fit through I was really skinny yeah I remember Troy would do that yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was weird but yeah no I remember yeah we uh, I think that's kind of how
1: we got along was just because we would listen to the metal yeah yeah <clears throat> yeah I remember listening to like the mainstream, like old school metal. Yeah. And then he started like introduced to me more more heavy stuff and Yeah. And then um, I need a little bit of black metal. Yeah. Like children Bodom and a little bit of cradle of Phil. Yeah. Some Dark Throne and some mortal and stuff. But then you were showing me, didn't you show me like at the gates and yeah, the well,
0: crown? Well what happened was um <clears throat> uh, I had a magazine it was like a metal magazine, you know, like from like Barnes and Noble or something. Metal many, many. Yeah, it was like something like that. And they it had like a like the top 50 like metal albums of all time or some, something like that. Yeah. And like I got that magazine and I would just like read it and then I would try to like get every CD that was in that or, you know, every album that was in that magazine. Yeah. Like I think I like got the Gates who was in there, like, um, I don't know, all the others, you know, like Iron Maiden, Metallica, um, like Carcass. Mm -hmm. Uh, it was like yeah it was just a list that I I just that's kind of just how I found out about most of those bands yeah Um, and then yeah because like I got into like Corn and like Slipknot when I was like in like eighth grade or something like seventh or eighth grade yeah and then I kind of just listened to that and then I think like yeah going to the dorm and then you know because like the there was like that music store downtown.
1: Yeah, that was like an underground. Music yeah, store. yeah,
0: that place, and then like Bookmans and Hastings. Yeah, like they had metal sections So then I like there was, you know, other stuff to uh, like get into.
1: Yeah. Sometimes I just go over there and pick out the, like the most hardcore looking covers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And just like, you know, it's not like now where you can just sample the music. Yeah, and buy, yeah. Buy it, you know, you got to like take a free yeah. Time. Fifth whole fifteen dollars, which is like your month saving or something like that. Yeah, yeah, that was
0: just take a, cool. a risk and yeah, buy an album. Because I like you, I, you would I would buy like an album, and I, I would have that would be my the only album I would have for like a month, you know. Yeah. So it's like just on constant rotation. Yeah. Now it's like, yeah, I I, I subscribed to like a couple of like the, I think it was like um, Amazon Music. Mm-hmm. It's just too much. I I have to because, like you can like literally listen to anything and Yeah. It's like I don't know. I think I just like if I have the actual like C D then I, I listen to it like from beginning to end. Yeah. Versus like if it if I'm like streaming it, like and I'll stream, listen to like half a song and then I'll get bored, then I'll like skip it. Like I didn't I
1: never listen to the whole Yeah. Like the whole album. Yeah. Well buying a whole C is like uh like a uh, kinda of like a whole experience you yeah, know? Like you, have, yeah. You, know, you can feel it you can see it and then yeah. you can see what kind of work they put into it yeah take out the the cover and then look through yeah. the, the pictures and the lyrics if they have it and stuff yeah. yeah um
0: or like um I would like look at the credits you know look at like, like who, uh, who they think yeah the thank you list the uh, artists I always wanted to know who, the, who did the cover art yeah cause then like I, would, I don't know just to just to like you know cause then if I see that same style or that same artwork on another band then I'll I'll like yeah I'll probably check it out
1: yeah
0: um yeah no I I. Just, I think I just kept listening to the same stuff after like I remember you cause you left um uh, that one after the 11th grade right and then you yeah. went back to tuba tuba yeah were you still were you doing bands out there
1: yeah, we started up again after I went back and um, really hit it hard. Um, well, mostly doing covers, played a little bit of local shows, and then we all graduated in 2004. My older brother Bobby went to, um, he ended up graduating 2003. And then, uh, so me, my, me Wade, we kind of reformed a band and then we started playing gym shows all around Tuba City mm-hmm. and then we took it took the bands to like Farmington yeah And we went to like Winslow <laughs> and then Kianta yeah. a few times wow so and then we would make our own little shows we would just yeah invite bands out and then yeah. we'd charge like five dollars at the door or something like yeah. that at the chapter house and then pay them back pay the bands back with yeah. gas money you know hey man you know this is all we is all we can give you, you know. Yeah. And they'd be all cool with it and we'd all party out and do <laughs> it and stuff. Yeah. What well, Ben was
0: that that you were touring with Oh, uh... Um uh, well, it wasn't really like touring with them? Or or like, like,
1: like, like playing shows fight. with yeah. Um you no know, Ritual Homicide was one. Um Existence A D. Yeah. Um, sacred Blood. Yeah. Who else? Some of them like you know just kind of like real small bands. Yeah. And like right now I can't really remember all of them. Yeah. I probably have a flyer in one of my notebooks somewhere <laughs> of all the bands that that were that we put yeah. together at one time. Yeah. What kind of what kind of uh, style was it? Let's see. We played um, Iced Earth. We played a couple of songs of Iced Earth songs, uh, like Watching Over Me and I forgot the other one called we played, uh, Exodus. hmm Played some... modern uh, Monomarth. Yeah. Uh, Slayer, of course. Metallica, of course. And there was one other band. And yeah, it slips my mind right now. Yeah, like covers, cover songs? Yeah, cover songs. But we fucking just... Even though we knew there were covers... Yeah. We still had a blast. That's cool. And, um... Uh, we were writing our own music at the time too but you know it wasn't anything that we were ready to put out there yeah i don't even know how that
0: works yeah like i guess now it's easier with with um like all the different like social media people just i don't know people catch on really quick yeah but back then yeah i'm sure you have to like you know like relocate to like a like phoenix or Albuquerque or something
1: yeah we had nothing man yeah
0: we liked the bare essentials just to get us yeah. by That's, yeah and
1: um, With, uh, did you sing or play guitar or? I play I sing okay yeah when I first started out I tried playing the bass and singing but we ended up finding a bass player and then and then um, I just started singing from then on yeah and it just kind of being the front man jumping all over the place <laughs> I remember one show That's and it was like a you Know a res show out in, on the outskirts of Tube City, yeah. And there was a, a wooden stage out there, but there's a bunch of punks, a bunch of metalheads, a bunch of like you know, different jocks and stuff like that. And We're all hanging out, and then we started playing, and we started playing with um, Running Blood. And I don't know how the first part goes, <laughs> the first part's really fast. Yeah. I jumped into the mosh pit because there's a little mosh pit, <laughs> and the dirt was all flying, yeah. yeah. I guess they're all like. My bro Wade was all jamming out, and he's like, "Where does Tyler go?" Makes so you I was like, "Jumped off, <laughs> and back on stage, right when they needed to start and started singing and stuff." That's yeah. pretty fun.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I was always just like a, a follower. I never joined a band, but yeah. I don't know. I've always just like, yeah, I've always just kept listening to the same stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Even. Well, yeah, because I, I after Flag, I went to U of A. Mm-hmm. and then yeah even then i would just like just every day I, or every like weekend i would because i stayed at a dorm yeah and on campus and i would just walk to the zia record store like it was like maybe a two mile walk and i would just walk over there like every weekend just to just i don't do know just to just to go just to go get you know? out of
1: town or get
0: out of the dorm, yeah get, so. out, get off campus yeah yeah because yeah. yeah. like i didn't yeah no i didn't i, I think there's maybe might have been one dude from like the White River uh reservation who was who was in the same dorm and was in the metal I think we would go to shows like but uh, I think he only like was there for like less than a year and then he I think he like left school yeah so I don't know I was always just kind of a for a while I was I just would just study you know go to the library like I was re- I was still into skateboarding so I would just go to skateboard yeah but um that's why (laughs) that's why I have not oh yeah I can pause um oh
1: oh. I think they oh okay they give up usually (laughs) (laughs) yeah but uh yeah no
0: I would like I think I was kind of scared to go to concerts by myself too like there was always concerts every day like or every weekend in Tucson like yeah I think after I think the first show I went to was like uh, Suffocation and Behemoth Dang, that's um, bad, that'd be badass, man. And I think Cattle Decapitation was the opening band. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that was like a family, like, no, actually, I went with that one dude that the metal, dude the guy that listened to metal in my in my dorm.
1: Yeah.
0: But I remember early because I would collect the little flyers, and I would like be too scared to go like downtown to go check out a band in college. Yeah, I don't know. Really? I was like freaked out. Yeah. Yeah. Most of the time, because it's so like it'll be like on a Monday night or a Wednesday night. Yeah. And then, you know, I got, like, class. I don't know, I was, like, a, I guess I was a pretty serious student, but. Yeah. Yeah, I got in really. Well, you were always kind of serious in yeah. high school even, too. Yeah, I always just want, I don't know, I always wanted to get my homework done, and I was, like, yeah, I think, like, I just didn't want to leave stuff, you know, I didn't like ignoring stuff. Yeah, kind of like that, um. Showing up unprepared in the next morning for class, you know? Yeah. Yeah
1: like a tick not really a tick but like a. how would you say that um where you have to get it done yeah like or uh, else it'll keep bugging you like uh like ocd
0: something yeah, like OCD. that yeah <laughs> yeah i know it's it's uh, it's even like that now i was studying today like, mm-hmm. well now like we don't have like we're not tested in residency
1: yeah
0: like i already i, I did So, everyone had to do like three board exams. So, I I did all my three board exams, and now it's one, the last board exam. That'll be next summer. Mm -hmm. So, they tell us like you gotta be always, you always gotta be studying for that. Yeah. So, I was just doing some, a little bit of studying this afternoon. Wow. Um, But, yeah, I guess back then too, I guess, I think going to the dorm, back to Flag Dorm was just, I think that's where I kind of picked up a good, Study habit? Yeah, because you know how we had study hall from like I forgot from like seven o'clock to like nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. Like it was mandatory. Yeah. Well, it was mandatory if you were like I think for some people, but because like you know they would have the tutors like in the cafeteria. Mm-hmm. Like I went to it every night. Like I think I never missed it. And I always used the tutors to explain yeah. stuff to me. Um. I think that's probably where. Yeah, I kind of like. Yeah, like you said, developed a good study habit.
1: Yeah. Um, I could have studied harder, but I guess, I don't know, I was just kind of like too, a little more reckless, I guess. Uh, not really as focused as I should have been. Oh, no. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. Especially with like the way I kind of grew up, you know. Yeah. But, um,
0: that's cool. At least you had some cool, like, experiences. Yeah. Yeah, like, I didn't go out. I didn't, like, I don't think I drank at all in high school or... Yeah,
1: I wasn't even really sure if you still drank.
0: Yeah, I mean, every now and then. Like, I I, I drank a lot, mostly through college. Mm-hmm. And then kind of slowed down, like, when I started medical school. Like, I would still, like, kind of, you know, just hang out yeah. with, like, my classmates. And then um, residency, dude, it was, like, a whole different, like just a whole different lifestyle, like, everything changed, like, like, even just having, like, one drink, I'll, like, be, like, I'll, I'll have, like, a headache the next morning, Oh yeah. and even now, too, like, you know, when, especially when, when you're on a call month, like, your brain has to be working, like, as soon as you get there, yeah, because as soon as you walk in, you never know what will happen, you have happen. to always be sharp, yeah, yeah, Wow. it's like, um... That's, like, because, like, we, this is a call month for me. So, the meeting, like, it's longer hours. Um, and, yeah, those months are, are pretty brutal. Last month was easy. I was, like, on a, like elective. Like, we didn't require. Yeah. Like, I was there from, like, 8 to 4. And I had, like, a one-hour lunch break. And even then, like, it wasn't, like, it wasn't busy at all.
1: All nice and chill. Yeah. Dang.
0: But now it's, like... Like, as soon as I get there in the morning, I'm, I'm gonna, I know I got to, like, because you got to go read, you know, go get in the charts and start, like, processing all this information. And, yeah. yeah just, catch up from all the the patients at night. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, you know, um, there's a, the charts, like, for the, for the all the patients. Mm-hmm. So, you got to catch up. You got to read all. Because I can't read the charts from home. Yeah. Um, so, I got to go back and read, like, two days worth of, like, charts and... I just kind of have to, like, you know, start putting the pieces together in my head. and Yeah.
1: Um, Plus, you have to memorize everybody, too.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's hard, too, because, like, if I work, the schedule I'm on, it's, like, two days. I work two days, and then I'm kind of off two days, so then... And the some people aren't there? Yeah, that's, it's really high turnover at the VA. Like, oh, people okay. will get admitted one night, and then they'll be gone the next day, or uh, they'll be transferred, so... Yeah. Um, banners the the banner because banner hospital is kind of like where we're uh mostly based out of over there it's the patients are sicker and they're usually there longer yeah um but yeah so i mean i i mean i I still drink here and there but i just gotta pick and choose like Yeah. (laughs) yeah it's hard yeah yeah just gotta i don't know well i mean i haven't really i haven't really been drinking a lot since i since I started, or since I moved here, like, yeah. which was July no June two thousand seventeen. Mm-hmm. So almost two years now.
1: I drank a lot in high school. I mean, you know that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> almost all, pretty much overdosed a few times in the dorms. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's all stupid. Man.
0: Yeah. No, I'm, I'm just it was cool. I mean, at least the dorm were were. I mean, you know, they weren't like super strict. You know, they. Yeah. I think a lot of them, like, probably... They probably realized, like... Or they, they probably had similar high school experiences, so then yeah. they kind of let stuff slide a little. Yeah. They probably knew our, our home life wasn't that good, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know some of them are really, like, lenient. Um, yeah. It was mostly the, you know, the, the guy... The male doormates.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, they would just let... They would, like, look the other way, like, if something was going down. Yeah. Unless there was a fight, I think that's the only time they would, like step in and yeah um you know call their pa- call some kids parents yeah but if they're just like you know they're just drinking a little usually you know they were they didn't Achille, yeah, yeah yeah they weren't too strict yeah uh-huh. i remember we boxed a few
1: times in the laundry
0: room yeah i remember that yeah yeah, yeah. I, got, I remember i got
1: rocked by this uh junior because we were sophomores and then i got rocked by this junior. Yeah. That, that junior guy was like real stout though man yeah he's like uh yeah he's like I think he had short hair and I forgot like his name yeah hit me man and I just saw uh, stars I was like okay I'm done <laughs> yeah yeah probably a concussion like
0: yeah
1: <laughs> I really, that dude was tough man. yeah
0: <laughs> yeah no you know it's like it's like prison like a prison yard you gotta like yeah, you gotta yeah. kinda establish yourself Yep. uh yep.
1: yeah no yeah. I like I got dressed up the old guy that that, um, well, we were arguing about the music and stuff. Yeah. You know, after that, you know, he kind of left me alone and then later on, he was trying to be my bro. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I remember hanging out with him later on in the year in his dorm room and like, we'd be lifting weights. Yeah. And um, like, I, lived, I was lifting just as much as they were, you know? Uh-huh. So like, oh, okay, so this guy must be pretty strong, you know, this <laughs> guy must be cool too, I guess.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Kind of like... Yeah, it's like, um.
0: Yeah, you can't so you can't like show we- <laughs> yeah you can't show weakness like especially if you're in front of like if there's a you know like you know like with a TV area yeah if someone like like you know like embarrasses you or makes you look weak like that'll that I think that'll haunt you the rest of your yeah your year like I, it'll I it'll right it'll make or break your your um,
1: basically your <laughs> reputation. Yeah, I think that's why there's a lot of, like, macho attitude,
0: you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I yeah, it's it's tough. Like, you really got to... I mean, yeah, you got to fit in. But then at the same time, you don't want to look like, you know, like you're weak. Yeah. Um, and then you got to go to school. I don't know. There's, like, all these, like, weird little layers, you know? Well, that, there's, like, cliques at the at dorm, then there's cliques at school, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's actually kind of... It's kind of hard, <laughs> I mean, because yeah. like, I don't know, I guess, like, balancing like your dorm life with like your academics, I think, is tough. Because I, I think a lot of people went to college in the year, the people I graduated with,
1: Yeah,
0: it might have been like two guys and maybe like two or three girls that ended up going to college.
1: I probably would have went to college like sooner. Yeah. If I would have stayed there, because... Um, When I went to high school, when I went back to to Tuba City, um, I had applied, you know, just to get out of class. I had applied to several different, you know, they take you out of class and you can go to this little college fair. Oh, yeah. And you can apply to all these different colleges. So that's what I did. And I I ended up getting a scholarship, a pretty good scholarship to Mm -hmm. like that small community college. Mm -hmm. In um, in Blaine, Utah. And, And I didn't know about it for like over almost close to a year
2: mm-hmm.
1: until they contacted me like I found it, like I got a, something in the mail and um, they had sent all the information to my to my school counselor and he never forwarded it to us mm-hmm. he never let me know you know after I graduated or anything like that so um, I could have been I could have been in school like right after right after high school or right after high school stuff so. yeah but, Um, But it was probably good because I, after I got out of, of, um, hold on baby, after I got out of high school, I worked, construction, Mm -hmm. and um, tried doing the band thing.
0: Hey, sorry to interrupt, so I interviewed Tyler in three parts, so I'm editing these parts together, so this is the next part of the interview, so I hope you
1: enjoy well, I actually grew up in Kanta. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Kanta um, all the way up until my junior year or my sophomore year. Yeah. My uh, freshman year in high school.
0: Oh, yeah? After my
1: freshman year in high school. Oh, okay. Until I was freshman year. You went to MB. Yeah, my sophomore year, I went to, when we moved to Red Lake. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: So I grew up there. Yeah, were you EDG? His EDG was big out there, ethnic generation.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I kind of got to know them. And uh, went to high school with like the drummer and stuff. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, I know the singer Billy. Well, I don't like know him, know him, but I yeah, yeah. He knows who I am, and you know we've oh, seen yeah. each other at shows yeah. too. I've actually played at a few of their shows. Oh, nice. We're doing the res band thing. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I know they're big. They're like that's like their area, huh? Indie yeah, uh Chanta's ethnic degeneration. Yep. And... <laughs> hometown yeah yeah um yeah no I don't I don't I mean I gotta I, I really want to check out some bands like more like actually go to the revs and check out some bands but but it's kind of nice living here in Phoenix because then you can always like check out a metal show like yeah it's like they're just they're, like you don't have to like like I saw uh, Slayer uh two weeks ago That's yeah like, it was awesome Yeah. um because when I was in med school I was in North Dakota for med school uh-huh. Um, I saw Slayer in Fargo, but I had to drive three hours just to see him. <laughs> yeah, it's like coming from the Razle Yeah, here, like the show was over, and then I just tr- bought like some coffee or like an energy drink and just drove fact, home like yeah. at three in the morning. Like,
1: Dang. that's a, that I hate that, but yeah, yeah,
0: that's I guess that's the kind that's one of the
1: nice things about living here. Yeah, um, I think I saw more more metal shows when I was living like in Page yeah then being down here yeah being down here is like trying to like survive and everything like that
0: oh yeah
1: work and, um, and work, family and survive, yeah. yeah like last night I really wanted to see it. at the gates man not at the gates was that at the gates that played last night oh it Was at the gates it was at the gates wasn't it they played last night <laughs> Really? What was that at the gates? Uh the only show
0: I knew of well, there there's a free show, like in Tempe. There's like Dude. some small band. No, it was a Club it was a Club Red. Oh Club Red. Um I know D Side played. No, it was, it was Death Angel. Death Angel. Oh yeah, man, I, I totally did. forgot about that. Yeah, Death Angel. Dude, should have I, I, I uh, yeah, I didn't do anything last night. I was so sleepy from work. Yeah. Like I, I didn't have the energy to like drive across town and I'm like, yeah. I was all talk
1: like because we had to go to the graduation, yeah, where we had the reception, yeah. So you know, it's our way all the way yeah. south, um, southeast of here. Yeah, and I was like, telling my wife, you should just drop me off in Mesa, and, and <laughs> uh, I'll Uber back or something. Yeah, you know? yeah.
0: Because like the headliner will probably they don't start playing till like ten, like nine thirty, ten o'clock, you know. Yeah. Like the flyer says like seven
1: p.m. but the headliner don't play until, like, 9.30. Yeah, and it was, like, 9.45. Yeah, you We got could. home at, like, 10 o'clock. It's like, dang, man, I should just take off, go back over there. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Dude, yeah, Death Angel is cool. I think they have a new album coming out, too.
1: Yeah, I think the album did come out, but I haven't, I haven't listened to it yet. Yeah,
0: yeah. I know tonight, uh, so I live on Indi- like near Indian School. There's a show at the Rebel Lounge tonight. Oh, yeah? I might check it out just because I, I, I live, like, a mile away. Rebel, the Rebel. Um, it's um, Spirit Adrift. It's um, <laughs> you feel like a, just like a metal, like, you know, doom. Yeah. Doom metal. Um,
1: Skeleton, which is supposed to be there.
0: Yeah, I had to work that night though, on, I like think it's Monday.
1: Yeah, that's the thing too. I'm always working too, like, yeah. Some of the best shows go down. Yeah, like a Slayer man. I had to go to work.
0: Oh yeah, I I I saw them. Like I had to work that day, but I took off like as soon as I was done with work. And
1: yeah,
0: I brought my yeah, clothes with me, so I didn't have to go home to change. And it was awesome, man, dude. there was so many people. Like you know how that um auction pavilion, there's like yeah. a lawn area. Yeah, dude, people were moshing in that lawn area, and they were burning like. I don't know what they were burning, but I just saw like fire in, in the, <laughs> in the lawn area. What? Yeah. I, I got seats. So I, I, uh, I, I didn't want to like stand in the pit or in the lawn. I've, I bought a ticket where there you can sit down. Yeah. So I basically just sat down and I was doing my, um, <coughs> basically studying on my phone that whole night. Yeah. Cause I got to try to do some studying, but yeah, it was, it was good. I, I think I, I missed cannibal corpse though, cause, um. As soon as I got there, they already started. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then you have to you know wait in line to get through security and I'll buy your shirts? Yeah, I bought a shirt, bought some shirts. so I have to wait in line for that, and then by the time, by the time I got to my seat, Cannibal Corpse just finished. Oh, okay. But I think I've seen Cannibal Corpse like maybe five or six times. Though, wow, just really? Cause, uh, when I was in Tucson at U of A, like they would, there was like always a town show town. there. Yeah, I think I yeah. saw them like three or four times there. And then, yeah, I saw, saw Monomarth, uh, they were good, they were, they were good, um, they had the the Viking ship on stage. Damn. Um, I think they, I, they played like 40 minutes.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but I think it was mostly stuff from the last few albums. Mm-hmm. Like, they didn't really play any of the old stuff. Um, and then Lamb of God, Lamb of God was cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah, out they always put on a good show. I've never really got into God for some reason.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're um they're they're more—I'd say they're kind of like Pantera, you know? Like, yeah, like the Pantera style. Mm-hmm. I think I got into them just because um, you know the Freddy vs. Jason movie, the soundtrack. Oh, I haven't listened to. I haven't uh, watched The
1: movie yet? Yeah. Yeah,
0: I the sound I had the soundtrack and. Black Dorman. Yeah. I think the last song was the Lamb of God song. So yeah.
1: yeah. that's how I got into them. Yeah. And then, uh, it's funny, like, all those those bands that, you know, that came out during that time. Like, they're all old school now. <laughs> I don't,
0: like, it sucks, kind of bums me out. Like, you know, there's, like, Metallica, Slayer, they're getting old.
1: They're all Chase man. They're all grandpa.
0: Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And there's like, no, I guess Lamb, because it looks like, because Slayer, They've been touring the past like three years with Lamb of God, so yeah. I don't know. Kinda
1: just pa- well, like passing on the mantle. Yeah, I
0: think they're trying to like maybe la- try to keep, um, or yeah, at least pass on their legacy to like Lamb of God. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Metallica they like tour every now and then. They're almost they're
1: almost done. Yeah. Um, yeah, the last time they came into town, we ditched our kids. We were, oh, we to pay bills. Yeah, you know, we left like yeah. to some babysitters. And yeah, we took off to the town. No, that's so good. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you
0: know, when you see like little kids in the concert and they're, they don't they're, they don't have earplugs on, I always like cringe. Yeah, yeah I'm like, oh man. Yeah, kind of just have to like walk away. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: but no, that's good. That's, that's that's good. You did that. Yeah. Did you watch the whole like set? Like, yeah, Avenged Sevenfold and. Um, while we were setting a one in Venge Sevenfold was on oh man I really wanted to see Venge Sevenfold yeah they put on a pretty good show you know yeah I think they could be like the next Metallica or you know at least take over for Metallica cause yeah just cause they're popular you know, popular and yeah they got a lot of catchy tunes yeah 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 I, um, yeah, I like Venge seven. I didn't like them at first I think when I was like in high school like you know cause they they had like an emo look like they had they wore like eyeliner and
1: they had that new metal kind of like
0: yeah vibe. they have like an emo haircut you know with yeah, like know. The, the hair that's long on one side and short on another and I don't know that kind of like uh maybe just their look kind of turned me off but then yeah I slowly kind of started like you know listening to their music but they're 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 great yeah, yeah. Um, I bought tickets to their show last summer but then they canceled and I got a refund wow yeah, no. That I saw Metallica too. That that same show, um, mm-hmm. but I missed. I missed all the open As soon as like me and my brother got there, Metallica started. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was hoping to like get there early and watch. I think Gojira was the opener. Yeah, I don't think we caught them. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. The Navo Nation president was there, right? Uh, yeah. Jonathan is. Yeah, he was there. Yeah.
1: That's cool. There was a lot of natives there, dude. Yeah, yeah. I, you could probably say like over like half the people there were natives. Yeah. Yep.
0: That's awesome, huh? Like. Yeah. I know every time we go to a show, there's like just natives everywhere. It's cool. Yeah. yeah. Show man. Yeah. No, it's cool. I mean, I guess it's always been like that, huh? Like, yeah. Like natives always. Natives are always like. Drawing the metal. Well, I mean, it's kind of like split fifty-fifty, right? It seems like country music.
1: Well, I think mostly metal. Mostly metal you know, there's a lot it? of metal hits. Um, I haven't been well, I can't say I guess because I haven't been to a lot of the pop shows or
0: yeah
1: or country shows, but I know there's a lot of metal hits. Yeah. Like in like in ratio to other like to white people, you know. Yeah. Or black people you'd say. Yeah, yeah. You know. Like there's way more natives than black people at shows. Yeah. Way more like you'd say half Half of the crowd could sometimes could be native.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I went to, uh, I saw D-side uh, a couple nights ago. There's
1: yeah, ha- half half, oh, to half of people that are native. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I wanted to see them, but I was working that night, man. I was so bummed. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was good. I, yeah, it sucks you missed it, man. Um, the last time I almost saw D-side, I got kicked out of uh, the Orphan Theater in Flagstaff. <laughs> <laughs> I called out this kid for being, this, this uh, security guard for being racist. Yeah. And he's like, fuck you. I was like, fuck you. Dude. Yeah. You know? So you being a racist asshole. Yeah. He goes, fuck you here. You're, you're fucking out of here, man. <laughs> I was like, fuck, man. Yeah. So I flipped him off and I walked off. I went around the Orphan Theater and I made buddies with like the people that were going to go on stage next. And then I ended up starting helping them load their stuff into the, the concert, yeah. into the Orphan Theater. And so when they went on stage, I went back into the mosh pit, Yeah, <laughs> which was a mistake. I should have just stayed in the backstage yeah. area, you know, and then the security guard saw me in the mosh pit. Yeah. He's like, hey, get that guy. <laughs> so there's a bunch of like security guards all trying to catch me and stuff. I'm all in the mosh pit could I avoid them pushing them and stuff. Yeah, thing I know, my wife's like, yeah. I saw you being carried up by like five guys that are all carrying you over their, their shoulder <laughs> and you're all struggling. <laughs> it took you out the back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I got tossed in that night. <laughs> Banned from the Washington Theater. Yeah, the in Theater sucks. I
0: mean, I don't, I've only been to one show there. I think it was six feet under and you can't mosh at all. Like as soon as you see, like if, as soon as they like see any type of mosh activity, they'll grab you and like just like escort you out they don't even like give you a warning like yeah which is kind of I don't know I was I've never been back since so I don't know I don't think maybe it's like their policy or something I don't know I don't know
1: we were there we were moshing, and we were like you know it was a mosh pit so but I think some of those guys are just racist yeah at least, the, border guy town, I, yeah. least the guy I, I called out you know yeah so yeah
0: no it's I don't know yeah I think I don't know. Maybe metal lifestyle In general,
1: is kind of racist. Yeah. Border towns, yeah. Every time I go to Flagstaff, I get a racist. always getting to like, a conflict with somebody you know. Yeah.
0: Hey, so this uh, next part is going to be the th- third part of the interview. It's going to be about an hour long, so just so you know. But here you go. Hope you enjoy. Do you listen to any other, like, podcasts? Um... When you're driving or when you're working on your silversmith stuff
1: just like playboy and penthouse podcasts oh really are they pretty good no i'm just kidding no no No, not really Uh, i can't think of any podcast i'm I'm a big i listen to
0: a lot of them man. i think it's mostly like when i'm working out or Mm -hmm. driving because like if i drive to like you know see my parents or drive somewhere far i'll listen to like one or two yeah.
1: I'll watch podcasts. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I think i have watch a few, like, Joe Rogan, and then I'll just watch, like, YouTube videos yeah. on different subjects and stuff. Yeah.
0: yeah. Some of the other, the other residents that I work with got... They were telling me one called Dr. Death. Uh-huh. It's, it's really cool. It's kind of scary, though. Yeah? It's about, like... Well, it's kind of like an investigative podcast mm-hmm. where they kind of talk about this... Uh, neurosurgeon in Dallas Texas how he like botched like multiple surgeries and killed like multiple patients I think I heard about that yeah, yeah. and like he actually like went to prison for it wow but it's kind of it's kind of scary like because he was actually trying to like get away with it no just because it's scary in that like you know this guy knew he wasn't a good surgeon. he knew himself he wasn't good mm-hmm. he wasn't a good doctor he wasn't a good surgeon but in his mind, he thought, like, oh, it's it's okay, I'll, I'll, I'll get better, you know, I'll study more, I'll train more, and mm-hmm. it'll be okay. But it was never okay. Like, he never um, could, you know, perform, like, uh, a safe surgery. Is that what he said, or is that what he told himself? Yeah, about, basically it? when he was on trial. Like, um, mm-hmm. he... You don't think
1: he did it because he liked it?
0: No, I think um, he... I think they, like, interviewed a lot of, like, his family members mm-hmm. and friend, close friends. And a lot of them said that, like, he was just, he was always, like, nervous and he didn't have a lot of confidence in himself. Yeah. And, but he was an overachiever at the same time. Yeah. So, like, he wouldn't, he wouldn't let, like, things, you know, bring him down. Like, if something, like, like if something didn't go right, he'll, like, you know, and he'll be like, oh, it's all right, you know the next one will be better, you know, like, I can always get through this. But in his case, I think, well, there was other things on top of it. He, he would drink and he would do cocaine and, like, he didn't, So there was, he wasn't, different factors were was affecting. Him. Yeah, 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 like, he, um, the factors that he could control. Yeah, like, he was a total, like, um, drug addict and, mm-hmm. um, Dang. Like, he would, like, show up to surgeries, like, hung over, and it was, like, Wow. I don't know. Just, just that just it was just it kind of scared me. I'm like, damn, it's it's people that you know take care of people like yeah can do that can do harm on someone. That's just yeah. Well, no, it mainly just it kind of. I was just thinking about how like, it, like I was thinking, oh, okay, well, I gotta be you know prepared, and I can't show up in the morning, you know, like unprepared or I just you know I can't do harm on other people
1: yeah you got human lives on the line yeah yeah
0: yeah it's really good like if you have um on like an iphone like it's on like if you just go like on itunes and then search dr death it's it's really good yeah
1: i um, you know when i work you know i, I usually don't go to work hungover or anything like that yeah make sure to try to get now that i'm in the control room i try yeah. to get as much rest as i can yeah before i go into work yeah otherwise you know i have to sit there and monitor all these different screens and yeah, yeah. different equipment and stuff like that. Cause a lot of decision I'm making. making or, yeah. Now that I'm sitting in the control room, yeah, I have more decision making to make and there's more stuff on my shoulders. It's yeah. pretty much more responsibility. Yeah. So, I'm also making electricity. So, yeah. there's like thousands of homes on the line. Yeah. Well, not quite a thousand homes on, on the line, but. You know the whole power system in general you know like if i make a mistake and it ends up tripping off yeah. a certain amount of megawatts yeah like you know that has a direct effect on the whole system at large especially if especially during the summertime yeah and there, are, you know electricity's in high demand uh-huh. so always got to be careful yeah but, it and i never know what i'm gonna walk into you know yeah
0: yeah I think the last time I was really, like, really into, like, you know, going out and drinking was probably my third year of, at school. Um, yeah, I think I was just, I don't know, still trying to, like... Oh, yeah, yeah, Dr. Death, yeah. Which one? It's, uh, I think it's his first one, or I'll push Dr. Death, is that it? I think it's this one yeah I think it's that Dr. Death yeah it's only like six there's six parts to it and each part is like 40 minutes cool but I listen to a lot of music podcast like metal podcasts like yeah like you know when they interview uh, bands um, you know I would always like well, no, because I used to always buy, like, magazines and, like, read interviews, and, like, find interviews to read online, and, mm-hmm. and then I would just, like, like, the, the the podcast I like is the Jamie Josta podcast, the, uh, he's the singer of, you know, Hate Read. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, he has some really good ones, he, like, interviews a lot of, like, you know, metal bands. Yeah. Uh, like, pretty big metal bands, too, like, uh. I don't know. I think it's just cool because then kind of hear you know like you know they're touring or you know like they're if they have like a new album they'll like talk about that like I don't know I think I'm just like just kind of a nerd and I gotta know more than just you know the the music I just kinda want to know kind of more like what went into it yeah yeah but um yeah I like that and then there's like a skateboarding podcast I like just cause like all they do is talk about skateboarding. And yeah. Yeah, I think that's cool. I don't skateboard
1: that much anymore, I mean, but. Oh yeah, took this board out. Yeah. yeah. Um, I had this recently made for my daughter. Oh yeah, oh yeah, Deadpump. Yeah, the Deadpool skateboards. Yeah. So the grip tape's all custom, Cool. You know, bottom design's all custom. Nice. The boards he has made out of Canada. Maplewood or something yeah. like that. Yeah. He, the, yeah. he bought the trucks and put them on there. Yeah, these are the best trucks, independent. And the wheels go in the dark. Spitfire, spitfire wheels. Yeah. Nice. The thing's like super smooth, and. Yeah. I had a board made for my son too. Yeah. But that was just like at a... One of those industrial shops. Oh, yeah. Shops, yeah. You know. My daughter, she showed enough interest for me to buy her a board so nice
0: yeah yeah I've seen yeah I've seen the dead pond guy like he mostly sells at powwows yeah Uh, which is cool I mean I think that's a good way to like introduce skateboarding to you know casual people Mm because I think when I got into skateboarding like I was scared to death to walk into a skate shop because it's kind of intimidating you know when you go to skate shops because they're like older dudes and like I was always
1: yeah
0: like I was always afraid of like well, I mean, I think I just didn't want people to think I was a poser. Like, yeah. I didn't want to walk in and be like, oh, you know, like, so I, I don't think, yeah, I think I would, I always wanted to go into a skate shop and I think I would go in, but I wouldn't talk. I would just go in and just look around and just yeah. kind of like, you know, kind of be fascinated with everything. Yeah. But no, this is cool. This is a good way to get people into skateboarding. Like, yeah. Um, but, uh. Yeah, yeah, skateboarding is like, I don't know, I think it's a good, it's like a good, not sport, but
1: like, you know, activity for people. I had a, I found a skateboard one time in a, in a ditch. Yeah. Kind of like a gutter, and that was my skateboard, my only skateboard. Yeah, I remember you had one, at
0: <laughs> the, yeah. it was like a Rudy Johnson board.
1: I don't remember what it was, but I think that's, it was never bought. It was, a, yeah,
0: it. it was a girl. Girl skateboard. Rudy Johnson. Was it? Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, no, That's a
0: that's a, like a legit board. Like a legit company too. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's no. kind of funny because like I never knew that.
0: Yeah. 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 I still kind of follow like I used before. I would like read like Thrasher magazine a lot, and mm. I would like watch skateboarding videos. But now everything's just on the internet, and, like yeah, YouTube. And, All the content is just online, and
1: still magazines. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I
0: don't have to do that anymore. Uh, Actually, I don't really buy. Every now and then, I'll buy a magazine just to kind of, yeah, just to kind of like see what's up. But no, I mean, I don't really follow it that close. Yeah, Um, I kind of like. I still have a board, but I'll I'll cruise around. Like, um, my my day off the other day, I just went to the park in Scottsdale, Mm -hmm. just cruised around for like an hour, but then. I don't know, I was just too sick, like I, I had like sore throat and I had a headache and Yeah. I'm
1: like, yeah, I better get off my board, I'm gonna hurt myself. I thought I could get back into it. Yeah. Until I, um, were in Tempe and um, I was riding my son's board and that's when I was taking to Mumbo's every other every other day, you know, to the skate park and I was riding at the same time, you know, whenever they take a break, I would ride just kind of cruise, cruise the ramps and stuff and I went down. Uh, one ramp and then I went down another ramp. So I was going super fast and I freaking wrecked. Oh no. And the board got all squirrely on me. Yeah, the fishtail. So yeah, so it flipped out from underneath me and I flew. I went and hit my head. Boom. Yeah. And I got up and I was like, fuck. And this is young guy's like, you okay? He's all trying to check up on me. I was like, yeah, I'm all right. I just got it real quick. Got on the board. And I was all dizzy. He's like, fuck this, man. <laughs> I thought nope, I can't fucking skateboard man. Yeah. It hurts too much now.
0: <laughs> when you're like, when I was in high school, like, you, you like you could fall and like you get up and like it doesn't hurt. Like I don't know, it's weird. And like the only time it would hurt is if you would hit your head or twist an ankle really bad or yeah, like break a bone. But yeah, but yeah, now like if I fall, I'm the same way. Like yeah. it just yeah, it hurts. Like my whole body will hurt. Yep. Um, the worst is like when you fall and then like you feel like the like a, I don't know how to how to explain it. It's like a, a jolt of electricity. Will just kind of like you'll feel it through your whole body. Uh-huh. I think that's like maybe a mini like a concussion. Yeah. Type of uh, symptom.
1: Yeah, I kind of blacked out for a second. Like I saw stars and stuff, and I could taste blood in my mouth. <laughs> oh, Fuck. No. Yeah. So, you know, I think I think my reaction's not fast enough to catch myself now. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, I, I was just... I was pretty good shape then too. You know. Yeah, like three years ago I was pretty good shape before my my uh, my youngest was born.
0: Yeah,
1: that's a that's
0: a good board. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I wish I could do more fun stuff like that, skateboard, and like I don't know, but I feel like studying is kind of like my priority. I try to make it a priority every day, like at least an hour a day.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and then we have, like, these, like, test que- like, questions, like, practice questions. Mm-hmm. Like, I try to do at least 10 of them a day.
1: Yeah.
0: And doing 10 of those takes an hour, so. But I know i got to step it up once the test is coming. I'm going to have to, like, start doing, like, 100 questions a day. Wow. Dang. Because the actual board exam, I think it's, like, well, all the board exams I've had so far, they're, like, 8-hour tests. Mm-hmm. And every hour, you have 40 minutes to, no, you have 40 questions every for one hour, mm-hmm. and it's an eight-hour test, so it's like eight times 40, so you have like 300 and something questions. Yeah. So, yeah, I, once the test date gets closer, I'm going to really study, like, yeah, it's it's all like, it's kind of like an endurance, like a marathon, you know? Like, yeah. You really got to, like, be able to, like, sit and read all those questions and think through them for eight hours. Mm-hmm. So really it's mo- mostly conditioning. You got to condition your brain your to mind. Like, yeah, to, like, to do all those questions and get, get
1: them done in a quick enough time. Yeah. yeah. I think one of the most studying that I did out of high school was for the job that I'm doing. Yeah. Which is um, becoming a, a power plant operator. And I started up at NGS, Navajo Generating Station, which is in Page. And they have an operations school there. And it's a seven-week school, and you have to pass. Um, if you fail three classes, they walk you out the gate. But if you if you're able to pass, you know, um, the three classes. Well, if you're able to pass like five classes, I mean you're pretty much in. But within those weeks, those those first weeks, you know, they just cram a bunch of information on you. So you're studying up until like twelve o'clock at night, mm-hmm. one o'clock at night, then you get in by like four o'clock. And, going back into the classroom and learning some more again. I think that was like the most I ever really studied. Mm-hmm. And then the last week, they st- they, take, they, they um, make you study on everything. And then there's another, if you pass that, there's another four weeks. You have to go back to school again for more training, for operations. Then like, and then if you want to move up, there's another four week class. And if you want to move up again, there's another five week class. <laughs> so yeah and there's a lot of self study and you know so you know how big the the power plant is mm-hmm. up now the engineering station, I pretty much know that place like the back of my hand now
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know pretty much all the systems and everything and then when I came down here, I had to relearn and reteach myself everything mm-hmm. whole power, not a whole power my whole power plant system Did they give you like books or like yeah you had computers kind of, like, self study then you had to like walk down the whole area and oh, okay. Follow all these little lines and stuff, know where each and every little line goes. Yeah. They need to study like the, the parameters of, you know, where like a number should be, you know, okay. certain pH or certain pressure or yeah. certain temperature.
0: Yeah. Do they give you like a study book to, to read off of or? Not really. They kind of
1: just give you like these handbooks and stuff. Oh, okay. And you gotta find the information in there. Okay. Yeah. Are the questions like multiple-choice questions or...? Um, kind of, um, no, actually they're more like you have to explain every little detail. Oh, okay. Yeah, the last question and then you have to explain every little detail. Okay. Where exactly, you know, a piece of equipment is or what exactly it does, how it's related to the whole system at large. Yeah. And you have to go to your superior, which is like a control operator. And then you have to go to the supervisor and then, you know, do the same questions with them. And then if they think, if the control operator and the supervisor thinks you're, you're you know, you have that system down, then they'll sign it off for you. What they call is a job performance measurement. Okay. And you have like, well, I had like over 20, like almost close to 30, 30 of those. So it took me like three or four years to actually just become a control moderator once I came down here. Mm-hmm. And if I would have stayed up there and have a generating station, I probably would have been a control and operator within eight years. Yeah. I, since I came down here, it took me an extra couple of years to become a control mm-hmm. operator because I had to relearn a whole different system yeah. and stuff. Yeah. But that was the extent of my studying and stuff. And then my other study is of course silversmithing. Yeah. Yeah. So I do a lot of self-studying here. Yeah, I do you ever go on YouTube today? to watch? Oh yeah, yeah. that's how I, I learned a lot of the stuff that I do now. I learned through YouTube, yeah. not only from other have silversmiths, but just yeah. regular silversmiths and stuff. Yeah. And yeah,
0: no, I watch YouTube a lot, and just learning. Well, there's a lot of like tutorials for like stuff I gotta study, and mm-hmm. um, my dad watches YouTube a lot just to like fix cars. Project like home projects. Um, yeah. So you said that, like so. Navajo Generating Station in Page, right? Yeah. Okay. That place is shutting down. Oh okay yeah yeah. Yeah. How long yeah. were you in Page? We were there for
1: like six, six seven years. Okay. Plus six years, I think. Okay. Yeah. And, um, well, we've been down here for, like, four years now. Okay. Close to five years. Yeah. Yeah. You said,
0: Paige, you went to a lot of metal shows, was it coming here or going to Flag, or... Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> coming here, coming to Flag. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I remember, like, because my parents would live in Holbrook, <coughs> like, I would go visit them, like, because I was in North Dakota for med school. Mm-hmm. If I had, like, a month off or something, I would just come back and hang out. yeah if there was a show I would drive to Phoenix and then I would like rent a motel just cause I didn't want to drive like the next that same night yeah yeah uh, where I would do that a lot there's a, shows there would be shows like in Gallup too I would try to check out mm-hmm. uh, a lot of times they'd be cancelled the, the night before <laughs> like oh, uh. like I would like be ready to go and then luckily there's like Facebook and then yeah you know, it would be like oh show's cancelled I like, oh. Shit. Okay. Yeah. It's weird. There's a lot of like big bands that stop in like Window Rock and Gallup and Flagstaff. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, what was it um? I think it was Testament. Testament was that like Navajo Nation Fair. Yeah. Which is big. I mean, that's that's pretty big. Yeah. I think Anthrax too was there yeah, the year before. Yeah, Anthrax. Yeah. Yeah, and then I know Soulfly will do shows. Like, uh, like a, like a wind They rock. always
1: go, to the, yeah. they always go to the wrist. Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah. I like Soulfly, Soulfly's cool. Yeah. I remember they were, like, really, like, they were, like, new Metal, like, when they first started. Yeah. Like, they, they would, like, have a lot of rapping and, like, uh, just, like, you know, that, that riffs that
1: are, like, um, hip-hop riffs, almost. Yeah. But they always put on, like, high-energy shows, so everybody would wait, yeah. You know. yeah. And, plus, they were a part of, um, Soulpatura. Yeah. So. Yeah, you know, so just we, being associated with that, everybody went. Yeah, all the old, old like,
0: tour fans would, you know, yeah. just by, um, yeah, by
1: association, Yeah, would check out Soulfly. That's where I saw a lot of my shows, was on, on the res, you know. Like Whenever there was a show, we'd try to make it out there. Yeah. Because there was nothing else to do. Yeah. But we'd make our own shows. Yeah. And, um, like, in high school, you know, just doing reckless stuff. Mm-hmm. And after high school, you know, playing different shows with a res metal band. Mm-hmm. And then 2005, 2006, I got married. And um, 2007, I had my daughter. After that, I pretty much just stayed in Blende, Utah. Oh, OK. All the way up until 2008, 2009. And I, like being up there, you know, it's Pretty much no no metal, no really like so like nothing no introduction to anything new. Yeah. So from like two thousand seven all the way to like two thousand ten, you know, I hardly listened to any metal. Oh yeah, just the started, same old yeah, stuff, yeah. Till I started going back and forth. so I started going back till moved to Page like in two thousand nine. Yeah. And I started getting back into this scene a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. No, I was always just like a, like a, like a fan. Yeah. I mean, it's easy now with like internet and mm-hmm. like social media. Yeah. The, only, the way I figure out, I like, uh, the way I find new bands is like, I'll find like which record label they're on and just kind of mm-hmm. like follow the record label. And... Like Century Media? And... Yeah, there's one um, called 20 Buck Spin. Uh-huh. Dude, they, everything they put out is like gold. Like, yeah. They don't, they, <laughs> don't, they don't put out, they don't put out bullshit. Uh, yeah. Like it seems like everything they put out is just like, like whoever like, who's whoever run, is running that like record label like, they they have really good taste and, like they just they don't put out bullshit. Yeah. So that that's a really good one. Actually, that band that's playing at, um, Rebel Lounge, I think they're twenty bucks spin. Yeah. Yeah. Spirit Adrift. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's kind of and then like I've listened a lot of like podcasts or. I try to go to, like, shows and try to get there early to check out the opening band, but yeah. a lot of times I never do, because I'm too busy, and I get there, and, like, like you know, the the opening band's already finished.
2: I
1: mm-hmm. um, like kind of, like, a lot of rock and roll, like, melodic metal. Yeah. There's one band called, um, Chrome Division. Oh, I don't think I've heard of them. It's, a, it's an offshoot of, um... Suspiria and Demi Biorgiu. Okay. Um, what was that guy's name from Demi I Like the guitar singer, Shagrath? Uh-huh. He created this band. Well, I don't know if he created it himself, but he put all these other um, black metal bands together and they made a rock, kind of like a rock and roll
2: mm-hmm.
1: metal yeah. band. And it's just fucking... All their albums are all fucking bad. Yeah, ass. yeah. Kind of like a rock and roll, heavy metal slash motorcycle gang, <laughs> band you know yeah. it's just fucking rad man yeah
0: yeah I, I like anything now before I think before I was always like you had to stay in a certain clique yeah certain I would genres. only listen genre. to a certain genre but now yeah. I, I listen to anything I, I like yeah. Breaking Benjamin They're like new metal kinda yeah Avenged Sevenfold yeah. um well At The Gates is probably the best I think mean, they're the all time best yeah um and I don't know. I just like, tried like Volbeat and stuff. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. I haven't
1: really heard too much of Volbeat, but the older stuff is better. Okay. Yeah. than the last album that I came out with and it took me a while to get into Volbeat. But after that, man, I was like, fuck yeah, man. This is kind of like kick ass jam rock, you know? Yeah. It's just kind of fun, you know? Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I found it well, when I doing when I study, I listen to music and, mm-hmm. um, there's one band I found called uh, Creeping Death. Oh, yeah. I think they're from, like, Texas or something. Dude, they're, they're really good. Like Yeah. Know, Are the they a co- cover band? No, they're like a hardcore band. They're like a hardcore band. Yeah. But, like, you know, with, like, uh, like, like a death metal like singer. Yeah. But I think it's more hardcore. Like, I've never... I guess I never really got into hardcore, you know? Yeah. Um, but I guess so the hardcore is still... It's kind of new to me. But, yeah, they're really
1: good. I've been jamming a lot of um female fronted bands too lately. Oh yeah. Like uh In This Moment.
0: Oh yeah.
1: And um what was the other one? Mm, Dorothy and that was another one. What was her name? Lizzie Hale. Yeah, yeah. What was her what was the band that they call? Hailstorm. Oh, okay. Hailstorm. Is this like like that? You know, you can't really sing along, you know, but Mm -hmm. it's, like, fucking, like, fuck yeah, you know. They're Mm -hmm. all fucking jamming out and stuff. Yeah. Some of that stuff is just kind of, like, real um, subversive, subversive, you know, some of the lyrics and stuff.
0: Yeah, I think I'm more... Or the way they sing, you know, it's like,
1: fuck yeah, that's cool.
0: Yeah, I'm more, like, aware now. i kind of, like, I'm more conscious of, like, lyrics now and, like, you know, stuff that people, like, sing about. Yeah. Or, I mean, I try to be... (laughs) yeah if I look at the cover and it just looks too gnarly I'm like eh, probably not I'm, I don't know I, I kind of like I kind of draw the line sometimes trying to be too hardcore or something I think mostly because I've seen too many people die in the hospital and I think when people sing about mutilating you know they don't really dead have, bodies or something you know, they don't have
1: a really like good yeah they don't really actually know what it actually is you know? yeah or how it, it is in reality yeah yeah, yeah. yeah I can't really like like I've listened to Cannibal Corpse in the past, but I've never bought an album, you know? uh-huh. so I've never actually like listened to it and actually. Yeah, I was uh, their, their
0: lyrics are gnarly. Like, yeah, I think when they, um, Chris Barnes, you know, he's the six feet under yeah. lead singer, back in the Chris Barnes era, they were like they would sing about some weird stuff like yeah, like rape and like mostly like violence against women. It seemed like yeah, but then I think now that they have a new singer, um, they kind of cleaned up their their lyrics. I mean, they still talk about like killing and stuff like that, but it's not targeted towards, um, you know, women or,
1: yeah, or children. Yeah. Um, yeah, stuff with children and women though, for me is like, like, no, I can't listen to that. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of stupid, you know? Yeah. Um, and then for a while there I was like turned off from black metal because there's a lot of black metal bands that, you know, associate themselves with, um, like uh, on Nazism on Nazism, yeah, like that. <laughs> and not only that, but you know, some of them claim to be satanic and like, well, what the fuck? If you're satanic, you know, it means you're Christian. You're yeah, being, yeah, yeah. Much you're acknowledging in the them. devil. Yeah. you're acknowledging the devil, you know, because the devil's a Christian, a Christian um, construct. You know, yeah. it's part of part of being a Christian is you believe in the devil, and so that always kind of like kind of cracks me up. Yeah, people claim to be satanic. So, oh well you're Christian too then. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah. Never thought about it like that. Yeah. Yeah, because then they're yeah, they're acknowledging
1: They're acknowledging that Christianity that there is a god or there is a Satan. Or, yeah, you know, yeah. Unless they're agnostic or they just don't believe yeah. in God or, or the devil themselves, you know.
0: Yeah. You know what Ben I really like um Gojira? Gojira? Yeah.
1: I heard of them, but I've never. Yeah, they, them.
0: they're like hippies. They're like, they like they—they sound really heavy, but then their lyrics are like about like the environment and mm-hmm. you know just basically how not to be a shitty person. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I, I like them.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. But uh, yeah. No, I I uh, I basically. So I usually go to Z a a lot. Mm-hmm. I see like, so some of the bands that I ignored like previously, I'm starting to go. I'm starting to go back and get into. Yeah. Like, um, All That Remains and unearth, like... Yeah. Because I think when they first came out, I kind of ignored them just because... Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe just because the way they looked. They're under that label, that Metalcore. Metal- yeah. Metal-
2: metal- metalcore, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. I think I kind of ignored them. Mm-hmm. And then, as they lay dying, too, I think I, I ignored them when they first came out. Yeah. But, um... Dude, they're, they're really good. Trivium was a good band that came out for a while. Yeah, Trivium. Yeah. I don't know what happened to them, though. I think, um... Yeah, I mean, their last two albums weren't that good. I mean, I didn't think they were that good. Yeah. Their last good album was, uh, well, for me, was, I think, mean, what was it called? Um, Crusade or something? It was like 2013. It was like my first year of the year I, I um, moved to North Dakota. It was, um, I forget what it was called. I think it's Vengeance Falls, I think. Mm-hmm. Well, it came out in 2013. I like that one. The Crusade is a good album, too. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, they they kinda like um you know, they haven't really like become like a headline well I guess they headline most of the time, but like they're not really like as big as like Avenge
1: Sevenfold. Oh yeah, the is an old day or old kind of Yeah, day. yeah. I think it's called Vengeance Falls. The Sin and the Sentence? No you know, in waves. No, Ascendancy, no. Silence in the snow. Twenty thirteen. Yeah, Vengeance Falls. Yeah, Vengeance Falls. Yeah, that one's
0: that one's good. I think it was produced by um, the David Draymond, the singer of Disturbed. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's why it's so good. I don't know. Um, Oh yeah, I wanted to ask about because like you know how I um, I saw I was so I saw like uh, the Iced Earth um, Facebook and I saw that. You had, you had you had your bracelet. Yeah, yeah. How did that come about? I always want to know, hear that story. Well, I've always listened to Ice Earth since two thousand.
1: Yeah, I remember the year two thousand. Yeah, pretty since, much since we I remember when we were in the dorm together. Yeah, since two thousand I started listening to them because that was my freshman year in high school in Kianta, and I traded um, my buddy, who was a metalhead. Um, I had Queen a Queen double disc CD. I traded him with ice and he gave me two CDs. The, the Purgatory albums and um The Days of Purgatory and Something Wicked This Way Comes. Yeah. So I had those two albums and I started listening to those religiously. You know, yeah. I totally got into them. I was fucking in love with them. And um, So I listened to them all throughout high school. Got all my cousin brothers into them. You know, listened to every bought every album, bought every, you know, to every album and so. stuff. And um, so finally, I went to the concert, their second concert that I've seen here in the valley, which was in, which was last year.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Was it last year? Yeah, I believe it was last year.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And after the concert, you know, well, during the concert, you know, I put on my, my rock star bracelet. Yeah. Uh, and I wore it into the mosh pit and everything like that. <laughs> and, you know, so it was all, you know, it was mosh pit, you know. Yeah. It was blessed in the mosh pins. Yeah, you're you're there. You're dressed for battle. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And so, so after it was all done, we waited outside by their bus and stuff. Yeah. And uh, Stu Block came out first. Yeah. I said, "Hey, Stu," you know, I started talking to him. He was all chill, you know. Yeah. I said, hey, Stu, you know, I want to give you something, you know, because, you know, I really admire your singing, you know, the way you, you know, because you know he's been on a couple albums already.
0: Yeah, because like I remember. um because it was Matt, Barlow. Matt yeah, Matt Barlow, Barlow, yeah, Barlow was the singer first, right? Yeah. Or he was one of the, one of the earlier singers. Yeah. And then he left, and then it was the singer of um, Judas Priest. Yeah, Tim Owens. Tim, Tim Owens. Owens. Yeah, and then is that a- after him? Was that yeah. when
1: Stu Block, Stu Block came yeah. Okay. And so I, I gifted him a, a silver chain. Yeah. One of my first silver chains that I made, I gifted that to him, and he was all blown away. I said, hey, I, I got something for John. And I'd like to present it to him. He goes, Okay. You know, he's all pumped up. So he goes back into the venue, you know, comes back out with John. And so I start talking to John Schaefer And um so telling him I say, Yeah, I tell him about Navajo. Yeah. I tell him about turquoise, telling him about like you know, what it represents to our people, and I was yeah. talking about the bracelet. Yeah. You know, I just it's probably just describing the bracelet you took. And I said, Well, John, I said, I'm gonna tell you something. You know, I made this because it's, I call it the rock so because it has spikes. Not only that, because it has spikes, but it's you know true to my native Native yeah. designs. So I took it off and said, I want to give this to you. Yeah. And he's all like standing there, he's all blown away. Yeah. Really? Like yeah. Ah, you really? like, yeah. put it on. You know, I made it fit him and everything. Yeah, so I want you to keep it. You know, it's my gift to you for yeah for helping me get through all the hard times in my life. Yeah. Because your music was there. You know, not only ice Earth, but with demons and wizards. Uh-huh. You know. I remember specific times in my life where it helped me get through a hard time, or was there during the good times, you know, Mm -hmm. know, partying out or just hanging out with my cousin brothers Mm and having a ball, you know. And so after that, you know, we exchanged uh, emails and numbers. So he emailed me later on, we'll only be back in town at this time and like to get together. So, okay, cool. So he came back in town and I met with him down in ath- out in Anthem, close to Anthem, like Deer Valley, mm-hmm. and he was there with one of his buddies, and his buddy actually the one that does all the artwork for Iced Earth mm-hmm. since, um, the Days of Purgatory album, mm-hmm. which was, you know, it was part of the Spawn, oh, yeah, Spawn yeah. era. That's, yeah, I remember that. The, the Dark Saga and stuff. He used to be, um, one of the drawers, one of the artists for, um, for Spawn. Yeah. For, um, what was his name Todd McFarlane McFarlane yeah. yeah so he used to be one of his artists and I was like damn I was all blown away and, like, and then he like we did all the art and stuff for like Eisters and stuff yeah so I met him also and um had him sign the album covers and then we worked out the the badass motherfucking the Raven yeah the Raven bracelet which had five large uh black onyx stones and eight smaller uh, black onyx stones and 18 spikes Mm -hmm. all the way around. It was like two and a half inches wide Mm -hmm. six inches long all the way around six and a quarter I think. Mm -hmm. And that was a big ass fucking bracelet. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And I worked on it all summer last year.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. And um, so I did that and he came down in September and I presented that to him. Well I sent it to him he came down and we visited for a while. Took him on a tour to Monument Valley. Yeah. Took him all through Navajo land. You know yeah. him, Give him the whole Navajo tour. Yeah. Tell him about Navajo history and everything like that. Yeah. And then um, took him all the way back to Sedona where he was staying. I spent the night at his um his apartment, not his apartment, but his Airbnb. hmm And uh, we've been kept in contact since then. That's awesome. Yeah. And uh, he gave me some stones that I still have to work with. Mm-hmm. To make him a pendant. So I'm like. I gotta make this kick ass fucking pin for him. hmm Yeah. That's awesome. But yeah, I have his I have his, I, have his, I have his like number and his his WhatsApp and his email and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Lately he's been pretty busy.
0: Yeah, I know they they had a new album out was it uh, last year, right? The Incorruptible. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah that dude the the singer cool. sounds just like uh Barlow. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. Barley. Yeah
1: it's like he has more of like almost like sharper edge you know mm-hmm. and he has a, like a really wide range He's just like Matt, Matthew Barlow mm-hmm. yeah that's pretty badass yeah no I mean I
0: I, I remember like when uh, when we were roommates of the dorm I got like got into him there and then I kind of like didn't really pay attention to them after a while and then yeah until like uh, like their last album yeah um, yeah, I know. I definitely gotta go
1: back and check it out. Check out some more. Yeah. They had a few albums, I guess, that weren't really that too good. Mm-hmm. And even, you know, John Schaefer said he himself goes, well, you know. So that was only a good place at that time. I guess he had like several family members pass away and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but the last like two, three albums have been just fucking awesome, man. Yeah. yeah for you know, sure. Especially with Stu Block.
0: Yeah, I, uh, I listened to that the Incorruptible the other day and there's a track where they have like a native like a native chanting in yeah, the background the ghost that, dance yeah yeah that's awesome that's like an instrumental with like the natives chanting
1: in the back yeah yeah I was like fuck yeah it's all badass yeah, yeah. so he's creating more music now and he's like he's all inspired because like you know he's been down in Sedona and also back on the Navajo land so oh, okay. he's been listening to a lot of native flute mm-hmm. um, music and also I showed him a little bit of NAC and mm-hmm. some like Navajo tunes and squad dance tunes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he's he's all inspired. He's all like, yeah, man, we'll write some more stuff about Native Americans, you know. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I remember back in the, um, Sunday Wicked This Way Comes, there's a song called Consequences, where he actually you know, puts it like a nod out to like, Native Americans, you know. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, a, little, a little bit of the lyric there that was like, um, Like you see. A race of people murdered, another one enslaved. Like he was talking about, you know, American history, mm-hmm. where like a whole, you know, race of people got murdered. Mm-hmm. Talking specifically about Native Americans, another one's enslaved and stuff. Mm-hmm. He goes, whoa, whoa, and then he's just like talking about the consequences of yeah, like, yeah, you know, whatever you're doing and stuff like that. Specifically towards like uh, United States and stuff. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, no, that's cool. Uh, if yeah, I'm gonna check out his new album. I like yeah, I like it when bands like acknowledge natives, especially at the show or um, yeah. in their music or or in their lyrics. I don't know. I know Soulfly is really good at it. Like the last uh, Soulfly album had like. Um, some Navajo singers, yeah, in the, uh, like in the
1: beginning of the song, the ritual yeah. song, even in the uh, Slayer too. Oh yeah, yeah, one of their songs. He's all talking about something about genie or something like yeah. that, and then when it comes into the Slayer song, uh-huh. yeah, the consequences is like because he wrote about it in history as if it's all okay. A race of people murdered, another one enslaved. Now our world crumbles. It's happening within. Open your eyes. Open your eyes and realize the world we're living in. Because, oh, you ought to know. Mm-hmm. You know goes off in there. Mm-hmm. That Slayer song, I don't remember what that Slayer song was called.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I have a yeah. lot of Slayer
1: on my phone. I gotta go back and check it out. You ever hear that? um... That um, Testament Native Blood. Yeah, yeah,
0: the yeah. music. Yeah, that's awesome because the the singer's native, right? From I yeah, from, I forgot the tribe in the
1: California, singer and also the guitarist. Yeah, um, wasn't Alex Sullivan? No, Was the other one Peterson. Other one. Yeah, Eric Peterson. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Now I gotta check out. I I wanna like find out some more like Native bands like. I saw one band open for Slayer last year, not Slayer, Soulfly last year. Yeah, um, six million dead. Yeah, ever heard them? Like they're like pretty local, dude. They're 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 badass. They're I think they're from like the um, Gila River, Tahona Odom, or Yeah. Well, I think most of the mem- most of the band members are, but dude, they're they're like um, they're like death metal, like you know. <coughs> like black metal, death metal type yeah. of uh, style.
1: Yeah.
0: Um They sound kind of like, um, like you know those really like like those black death metal bands like Incantation and like. Um, um, yeah, I think Incantation is the only, like the one band I can think of that they kind of sound. An
1: like... Urban Angel possessed.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They kind of like have a thrashy sound. Um, okay. Yeah. They, because um, I went to go see Soulfly last year with Nile mm-hmm. um, at Marquee Theater, and I got there kind of early, but I was just fucking off, like looking at the merch, and I think I, I think I heard their music, and I'm like, damn, that sounds really good, and then I went over to check it out, and then the all natives like were playing on stage. Wow. Um, they, there's a band called uh, Abysmal Dawn. I think they're mm-hmm. from like California. In my mind, I'm like, well, like was Abysmal Dawn added to the to the freaking like show so I walked in watched their show and I'm like damn these guys are awesome and I think they did like a Slayer cover at the very end and yeah. I was like holy shit these guys are really good and like I bought their CD at the show and
1: yeah. yeah dude, they're really good. There's actually like a whole like native I think every year they put on a whole native um, concert where there's nothing but native metal bands Yeah, that play one of these venues downtown. Oh okay. Yeah. I better look out for that. I know. I got to look out for that, too. I, I've been missing it for the last few years. Hmm. It's an happy fucking past, me. Check yeah. it out,
0: man. Yeah. Yeah, no, I got to, like, keep a lookout and put it on my calendar. Yeah. Damn, it's kind of... It sucks now, like, with my residency. Like, so much stuff goes to our email, and if I, if I miss an email, dude, they get mad at me. They're like, wow. dude, like, why didn't you do this? This is... And then they'll like they make an announcement to everyone, and be like, "You guys are professionals now. This is how the workplace, like, you know, communicates. So you can't be ignoring your emails. So you have to take your work home. Yeah. So constantly be on, on like, you know, an
1: alert. Yeah. Yeah. So wow. I, I gotta be aware of deadlines like, and stuff like that. Okay. That what's up because like as soon as I go out the gates, and uh-huh. I don't think about work. You know, I don't. know. Yeah. Worry about what happened that day or any fuck ups I had, you know. Yeah. Or well, if I'm stressed out, you know, I just leave it at work. Yeah. And I come home, you know. Mhm. It's all about the kids. And yeah. Hanging out and you know I stress a lot more about this stuff here at home. Yeah. My silver work. Yeah. I'm gonna do about work.
0: Well, that's cool, man. That's. Do you have a lot of like orders coming up or? Yeah, I have
1: a uh, whole list right there. Oh really? Dang. Yeah. Well, seven orders to catch up on. Okay. So for everything in May, you know, was all busy. Uh So I told everybody, I'm not taking orders until June. Uh Uh,
0: Yeah. How many hours do you spend working on...
1: the Rockstar Bracelet, I'll I'll take maybe three weeks Uh for Rockstar Bracelet. Three to four weeks. These Rockstar Bracelets have actually been kind of... I kept having the orders and then I keep having like my job getting away I keep having like um um shows that I need to go to to sell jewelry you have and stuff, so I have to make inventory for that. So these these rockstar bracelets right here have been all the ones I've been working on since this beginning of this year. Oh okay. Yeah. yeah. There's four of them. Four of them here. And this is gonna be one of them. Oh nice. are the spikes here. It's cool. The spikes are How many do you put on? Um, two, four, six, there's like gonna be all the 12, way up? Yeah, there's gonna be twelve on that one. On that one bracelet. Yeah. And then there has to be um, sixteen on these two large ones. Okay. So I have to make some more more spikes to put on these large ones. Because mm-hmm. I didn't have enough. Mm-hmm. Nice. Actually, I made one rockstar bracelet, and I finished up the um the um, what I call the badass motherfucking badass motherfucker uh, mm-hmm. rockstar bracelet, mm-hmm. which had eighteen spikes, and that had uh, kingman turquoise on it. Oh, okay. <clears throat> and that was a huge bracelet too, mm-hmm. another huge one that they made for um, a customer out of Washington, I think. Yeah, yeah. Nice. You
0: just mail it to them,
1: like, when you're done, or? Yeah, I mailed it to okay. them. Make sure to put on a bunch of uh, insurance.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure, yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah
1: nice. I'll um,
0: we'll probably head out in a little while, but, um, yeah, thanks for letting me come here and just hang out. Oh, yeah, no problem at all, yeah. I'm going to edit this, so I'll probably add some music to it
1: so what's your goal with the whole podcast
0: just for fun just for fun, just for <laughs> fun. mostly just to like
1: how much of an audience do you like oh like, I, don't even, I don't have any audience
0: yeah. I think it's just me so yeah. far it's just for fun just something to do like when I'm not like studying yeah. just like, cause like the freaking like residency is so like stressful. stressful yeah. like I don't have a lot of like fun stuff to do outside mm-hmm. like I can't really like you know like I work out that's probably about it yeah. but it's mostly just for fun just to like try to do stuff like the things I do most outside of like you know work is I go to a lot of concerts and
2: mm-hmm.
0: I like listening to music all the time so yeah might as well just do something like try to be more like involved you know mm-hmm. well I mostly just want to talk to like the bands from the res it's
1: yeah kind of like my goal a lot of the bands from the res they have like Facebook pages yeah they have Instagram pages now yeah and then some of them have YouTube pages. Yeah. So I think uh, social media would be a good thing. Like if you want yeah. to. Yeah, yeah. Reach out and also kind of like have, get, build a listener audience. Yeah. But you get like a Facebook page, which yeah. is free. Yeah. Instagram page, which is free. a YouTube page, which is free. Yeah. And then, you know, there's a lot of people. Yeah. That do like reviews. Yeah. Like even first listener reviews. On uh-huh. songs and stuff like that, on YouTube and they're big, you know. Yeah. Just like reaction videos. Mhm. Yeah. And I've watched a lot of them too. Yeah. And yeah. um. So you can like, you know, build a name, pick out a name, name of your podcast. Oh yeah, I already got a name. Yeah. Yeah. It's just called Res Metal. Res, Res metal, metal podcast. Res yeah. Metal podcast. You know, at Res Metal podcast. You know, Facebook page yeah. Instagram I page I need a logo I
0: need a logo that's the thing yeah I made one on like my power like, I need to figure out how to work with Photoshop because mm-hmm. I did one because like, I can do PowerPoint stuff but yeah I don't know I gotta figure out Photoshop and then I can try to make one mm-hmm. make a legit one yeah I had a lady
1: make mine oh yeah yeah most of the sales that I make yeah. are on Instagram okay so this is Instagram okay and these are stories right here, you know? Yeah. They post like 15 seconds stories of whatever they feel like putting on there, you know? You know, snapshots of your life, whatever you're doing, some of your paintings, whatever. Like this is guy's high-level silversmith. He's actually um, in Asia right now, doing a tour with all his like, um, his jewelry and stuff. hmm This guy's um, like world-renowned. This is like a lady that's her husband's um, mm-hmm. uh, makes movies and stuff. This lady does hair, makeup. This is one of my, my um, one of my um, customers right here. That old guy. This guy is another silversmith that I follow. Mm-hmm. <coughs> but yeah, you know you follow certain people. Yeah. And you'll see their their feed, the pictures, yeah. and then they'll have like a little little spiel, you know, mm-hmm. a little explanation of who they are, mm-hmm. you know, what the picture's about, or stuff. When you go to your own story here, so I have 565 posts, mm-hmm. I have 3,635 followers mm-hmm. that actually see my stuff, and most of them, well, some of them interact and stuff, mm-hmm. and they'll... So I'll put a post up and they'll like him, they can like him, you know, you can see the likes, they'll comment, they'll comment on them Mm -hmm. and then you interact with them at the same time and then, you know, and then they can message you. Mm -hmm. So you go up here. They'll message you and then I can, I sell stuff just mm. like that. You know, I yeah. message you the price. So oh, I'll use PayPal or Square, you know, they'll give me that PayPal information. Mm. I'll submit an invoice or they'll or they'll pay me directly and stuff. Then I'll just send them, the jewelry to them. Mm-hmm. And that's how I make the majority of my sales. But if you want to do it like on a podcast and stuff, you know, you make your whole. Yeah. Segment. Yeah. The page. Yeah. You make the page and then you make a link. Of um where do you want it to go? Right here I have my buddy's um cancer page up. Mm-hmm. His GoFundMe page. Mm-hmm. And then but that can be a link to your podcast. Yeah. And that's where you will listen to. Yeah. Soundcloud. Yeah, I,
0: it's mostly just SoundCloud,
1: yeah. Right. And then post a picture and then, you know, if the band, whoever it is, and then yeah. post a description, you know, like you can make it long or short, yeah. you know the hashtags help you get seen so
0: yeah it's mostly just been i'll just go to shows and just talk about the shows and yeah dude i go to so many shows here it's crazy
1: yeah um, and you can do like reviews and stuff like that too
0: yeah mm-hmm. yeah i'll probably like um i'll probably edit this like shit i gotta work tomorrow maybe tomorrow after work i'll probably edit it and try to yeah yeah i'll get it like on like the soundcloud thing maybe like tomorrow night or something hmm because then i got to work Monday, and dude, like, that's going to be crazy.
1: Like, yeah. So is there a certain app you can use for SoundCloud?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. I have it right here. Um, well, yeah, thanks, man. I'll probably head out in a while. But, yeah, I appreciate it.